Thanks again for joining us on the Ford Financial Group uh, Financial Insights Podcast. My name is Brian Ullman. I'm a financial advisor at Ford Financial Group, and I'm joined here by Ryan Louie, who is an advisor here in the office and a regular on the podcast, but we're doing something different with him today. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Um, we're doing something different with him today. This is part of our Meet the Advisor series, uh, which we've been doing periodically over the last few months. And so today, we, Ryan's here not to talk about markets or yield curves or the Federal Reserve or <laughs> anything like that. Ryan's here to talk about Ryan today. <laughs> so I think it's a subject you know well. Um, so Ryan, let's just start kind of, let's start from the top, right? Were you born here? Are you born and raised here in the Valley? I am a Fresno boy through and through. Okay. Um, born and raised in Fresno. Never, never left. Went, I, went to high school here? Yeah. Went, went to elementary at Forkner, middle school at Tanayev, went to high school at Bullard and followed the path, went to Fr- Fresno state. So okay. again, like I said, never, never, never left. Yeah. Well, you travel plenty, but you'd never yes. moved away necessarily. You've right. never moved away. Never guess, moved right? away. Okay. No. Um, were you, what, were you a business major or economics major or something at Fresno state? I was a, um, business major with the emphasis on business law. Um, oh, okay. Coincidentally, I mean, that it was a small cohort of ours and everyone else was, that was in my group was looking to go to law school. Oh, really? I was looking to, at that time, go to get my MBA. So I really kind of felt like my, um, my degree wasn't going to be useful anyways. I'd, I'd, I'd concentrate more on the MBA. Well, you were, I, if all of your friends were like pre-law, let's call it, mm-hmm. I will say just having done law school myself that that was a smart decision. To, yeah, to, to, to have go. a little bit of background. Well, no, I oh. mean, it's my decision to not go to law school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so, okay, so business law kind of background, you graduated. Did you end up doing the MBA thing or did you wait on that after? So it, it turned in my junior year, I did an internship at um, First Union Securities with an advisor that okay. was, you know, looking to take on an intern to help out with his, his, sure. work, his workload. And at that point, I got interested in it and never looked backwards. I, I realized before I graduated, um, I realized that having an MBA in this particular business wasn't going to be as useful. Not to say that there wasn't going to be some impact that it could have had, positive impact. Sure. But it wasn't going to be worth the time nor the expense. Well, in, in some fields, having an MBA is the straight line kind of path to moving up the ladder. Sure. Um, and so while even the MBA might have give you some good background, there is, there is no one-for-one one correlation towards a better career at having an MBA no. as being a financial advisor, right? And thankfully, I, I realized that early on, um, yeah. not to go down that path in conjunction with trying to work as advisor. I think that would have been tough. And right. like you said, probably not a one-to-one benefit. Well, one of the, I mean, and this is about you, but it seems that one of the best things one of the the best ways to get better at being a financial advisor is being a financial advisor or working in the financial advisory world, and that you're not going to pick that up in a book. No, no, and so yeah, so it, had I you know went down that path and I was spending some of my time doing that and some of my time being maybe even being a financial advisor, I felt like right. I probably would have been taken away from the advisory uh, growth that I could right. have been having in my early. And did you years. work there after your internship? So I worked there my junior year and then started working there my senior year. Okay. Um, so really from my junior year on, I've been in the financial uh, services field. industry. Yeah. Yeah. In the field. Um, so you, after you graduated, 
did you continue working there as a junior advisor or advisor assistant or something like that? Right. I got licensed when, right after I graduated college, um, as a junior advisor working mm -hmm. with, a, um, another advisor in his, his practice. Mm -hmm. Um, I did that for about three years okay. and then started working with another financial advisor that did just pension and retirement plans. So it was a real shift from going to, from individuals and, you know, retirement planning and investments to going to, um, yeah, you know, institutions. And, and just to give the people listening some context, that's like becoming a doctor and switching from being an orthopedist to being an ophthalmologist or something like it's right. two, it. It is just two different parts of the same kind of under the same umbrella. Yes. But much, much different. So yes. that's good exposure, I guess. Yeah, right? it was good. It was good to, um, to get the institutional side where you're working with boards and trustees you are looking more at the investments. I mean, that's what they, they, they care about. Right. Um, you're not doing financial planning for an individual. So you are spending your time doing research to make sure the investments in the pension plan or retirement plan are sound are good. Yeah. Um, now, so you did that for a while. What firm were you at when you were doing this, the 401k stuff? I was at Piper Jaffray is the last, um, firm that okay. we were at before I jumped over in 2006 and came here to for financial group. And what, what caused you to make the switch? Um, there was there were some various reasons to be honest. Um, yeah. Some some of it was the advisor I was working with was actually having some health issues. Okay. Um, there was just an opportunity here. I think that sounded more concrete. So it's kind of kind of serendipitous, and you saw that there was. Did you uh, look forward to the chance of getting away from those um, employer sponsored plans and back into the individual retirement kind of? I mean, at side the time, I don't know that I was looking to. Looking for a change to get back onto the individual side. Yeah, I just again felt like there was probably going to be more stability in coming to this firm, yep. knowing some of the situations that was going on with right. the advisor I was working with. Okay, so you came in with a few years of experience. You came in as I think it'd be fair to describe you as a junior advisor, probably advisor, junior right. advisor. Right. Sen you're a senior junior advisor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way to that's a way of thinking of that. And so now, how long have you been here at FFG? So I've been here since 2006. And okay, so uh, that's 13 Yeah, 13, 14 years. 13, 14 years um, been, been here. Right. And, you know, when part of the job here is to do financial planning. And right. so it was a much different than the, the years I spent on the institutional side doing just research for investments, although that's helpful. Um, I had to start studying for the CFP, right. the Certified so Financial Plan. Right. So that's an important development. That's an, And that's after you join Ford Financial Group, you're working with individuals and you decide to go on. This kind of falls in line with the MBA thing. You instead decide to pursue the Certified Financial Planner certification, which is kind of, I would draw, you know, there are accountants and CPAs, there are financial advisors and CFPs. This kind of falls into that side of the analogy. So uh, you studied, you studied, you did your coursework, multi-day exam, passed the test. You became a CFP in what year? 2008. 2008. Okay. Just in time to, for you to watch the world burn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Spend it, spend it with you as, as you were, yeah, well, you, you were a too. newbie here. Yeah. I was, here, I was here too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's hard to believe that you've been a CFP for, I will call it 11 years now almost. Um, and over that time, you've also kind of moved your way up here. You're now, not only are you a financial advisor, but you're one of the managing partners here at the firm. Right. right. Um, that's taken on more of your day-to-day -day as well, right? Yeah, your, absolutely. Your fuller. Yes, yes. You know, we spend time trying to develop the practice here for everyone, yeah. um, you know, make, make things better, 
Um, and having to deal, you know, with the staff as well. And it's about helping people, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's about helping other advisors have the tools to be able to help people so we can help as many people as possible. Yep. You know, um, so, but you're still working directly with clients as well. And I think that's an important part of this. You know, you wear, you wear a couple of hats here. Um, would you say you have a, would you say your investment philosophy is unique or how would you describe the way you work with your clients in their investment philosophy? Um, I think what's in their portfolios is pretty typical. Um, what most people are used to, we, I tend to use mutual funds and ETFs, exchange traded funds, um, inside of the portfolios. Right. As far as the management, it tends to be a little bit more active in the okay. sense that I will, build a portfolio more on a momentum basis, kind of what's working in the portfolio or what asset classes are tending to work in the portfolio. We sure. keep those that are working. And if they start to drift off, yeah. we will replace it. So when you have, and when you're talking momentum, when you have momentum, you step on the gas and when you don't, you kind of throttle back a little bit. Would you, would that? Yeah. I think of it more like, you know, not to make a sports analogy, but I'm going to make one. Um, you know, if, like on a basketball team, you have five players on 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 the court, and if one of them's not doing well, you take some, you take someone off the bench <laughs> that you think is going to do better, yeah. or sure. um, and and replace them. Yeah. So it's it's that kind of methodology. Yeah. And it also gives me the ability to, you know, play again offense at sometimes and defense at other times right. when necessary. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um. Have you had some nervous clients here over the last little bit? We've had some turbulence. As we we're recording this, we had some turbulence here recently. Now things have rebounded, of course. But um, yeah, I think surprisingly, working with the clients over such a long period of time, clients have been more resilient. Yeah, um, not to have to call when things are taking a dip. Yeah, not to say that you won't get one or two calls, but I will say that I tend to get the conversations going with the concerns of the market. Probably when we're just happening to talk to them anyway, yeah, and then they inquire about it. But hey, by not, the way, I've noticed. Yes, X, yeah, okay. they're not actively calling in as much as it just becomes a conversation piece right. when we talk. Now, I know you spend a lot of your spare time reading white papers and research articles and all of the other kind of materials that are required to do your job well, but you can't only do that. So I know for a fact, and many of your clients also know that you play tennis. Yes, quite a bit. Yes, how many days a week would you say you play tennis now? Well, so it's hard to get out in the tennis courts now. I have a five and a seven-year-old. Yeah. So when I am able to get out, I'd send a good week just twice a week. Oh, that's, Realistic. That's pretty good with a young family to be get out, to get out twice a week to do your it, own thing. Yeah, right? it's 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 just my my way of calming my mind and getting out to do something on my doing something on my own yeah. for a couple of hours. How about any anything else other than tennis? What do you do? How else do you blow off steam or take a break? Work out in the yard. Work, work on the yard. Work on the yard. Yeah, yeah. It's actually not as bad as I think. Some people, some people probably have a dislike hey, for that listen, chore. But I, you know, I'm not one of those people. But for some people, yard work's therapeutic. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm not saying that I choose yard work over tennis. I'm just saying that it needs to be done, and yeah. I don't mind doing it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a Malone time, some quiet time. You put yes. in the earbuds, and no one's you're out. You're outside. Yeah. Well, and you and your, you and your wife travel a little bit as well. Yes, right. we love, we definitely like to travel. Um, your foodies. We're foodies. And travel goes along very well with with food. You travel places to eat there. Yes, yes. Well, that's and, a good way to go. You know, we want the boys to be able to experience and see different things. So travels internationally is a very big thing. We went to London last year. 
Um, and then next year, maybe we might actually try to take them to Asia. So I think, oh, you fantastic. know, could kind of continue to go on this trend of taking them someplace internationally once a year, probably. Well, and summer. you and Linda traveled before having kids. Right. And so it's pretty cool that you guys are able to continue with the, something that you love, even though you've got a young family. Cause I can attest that traveling with young kids is not an easy, um, chore. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> definitely, definitely not easy. Um, but worth but, it. Nothing but worth, worth it, it ever and, is, right? And we didn't, we didn't want to stop traveling just because we had kids. Yeah, like of course. Was, so, of course. Did you start by taking tiny trips? Yeah. Or did you just bite off London and go for it? Yeah. So, to some of you that know this, we uh, have a Carmel office, right? And yeah. um, when my youngest was a newborn, uh, we would go over to the Carmel office, and he would literally cry the entire way from the car. I mean, it, oh the, on the car trip up and back. I would only ever do that once. Yeah, I think we only did it once. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, again, you're talking about the small trips. That yeah. was the small trip. Yeah. And then, of course, things get better. Yeah, yeah. Things yeah. if time improve. Right. Well, that's good. Well, good. Well, um, I think this has allowed everybody to get to know you a little bit better uh, than than kind of the normal interactions that you have with folks here. Uh, if you want to talk with Ryan directly or email him directly, you can email him at rlouie, L-O-U-I-E, at forwardfg.com. You can also call him on our main line at uh, 559-449-8690. Uh, Ryan's bio and this podcast episode will actually be on his bio also on our website, www.fordfg.com. Ryan, did we miss anything? Did we? I think we covered enough about it. I think we, we covered <laughs> Okay, well, good. Well, and you'll be back on as you've been many other times talking about various stuff. So, um, so thanks for joining us. Uh, and I think we have some time for some disclosures now. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. 